to another episode of Limitless Speaks. We hope you have been enjoying your day so far. So today I am joined by Dami and Esther. Lovely. And we are going to be speaking about two of the four types of love in the Bible. So we'll start off very briefly on what are the four types of love in the Bible. Oh. I got Esther. <laughs> So I just mentioned two, and then we mentioned the rest. So we have agape, which is like God's perfect love for us, and the eros kind of love, which is like a romantic kind of love. Lovely. I beg to differ. That's called agape, but we'll we'll swiftly move on. uh, No, not furious. Storge and philia. Uh, I should explain it. Oh no, yeah, no, no, no. It's okay. <laughs> There's another podcast for that. But okay, yeah. so we're going to be speaking about eros love and agape love. And the reason, Yay. actually, why there are different like words for love is because the Greek language has way more words than our language. So they actually split up the types of love. So what we will first do? Actually, I have a question for you guys. Do you believe that love has boundaries? Ooh, it it relates. Don't worry. Sarah's come. <laughs> no. What says like boundaries? boundaries. Of what how where it can reach or I don't think so. I'll say no. Okay, because when we look at the description of love, I believe the reason why God is love is because He's a boundless God. Mm-hmm. So if He is boundless, then love is boundless. Okay. Oh. No, no, no. Yeah. So I think it's only agape love that is boundless mm. because I think the other types of love they have boundaries. Right. I think. Because like Dami said, God is boundless. So I Mm. think it's just the agape kind of love that Mm. is boundless. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Whereas others, they have limits. They have boundaries. Like the Eros kind of love, like it's conditional sometimes. Yeah. So that's the boundary there. It kind of reminds me of that question when people say, is love enough? Mm. Is that like relating to that same, like is there bounds to love? But I feel like love is enough when people talk about it. Because people usually, especially in marriage, mostly in marriage mm-hmm. or in relationships, where they're like, is love enough? But when you actually look at the true form of love, which we'll probably go deeper into later, and different explanations, I feel like it is. Mm-hmm. Therefore, it's boundless. Lovely. What I was trying to hammer at is the two types of love that we're speaking about today. Obviously, agape love, boundless love, because yeah. God is a boundless God. Mm. Whereas Eros actually is a kind of love that God has put limits on Mm. in terms of how we carry that out for example eros love is like the sensual romantic love and so for us the way that we kind of are able to express that eros love is actually in the i guess boundaries of marriage for example if you know what i mean so this kind of term is originated from the mythological greek god of love so sexual desire i mean yeah (laughs) sexual desire physical attraction and physical love and so when we think about eros love how do you see that like in your own I guess, understanding, and also in the Bible. <clears throat> I think it's difficult for me to see it in the Bible per se, but okay. um, because I, I tried to really understand it, because obviously it's between like couples, eras, um, but from my research, it was definitely like a romantic kind of love, like a physical touch kind of love, like a physical infatuation. It's driven by that. Um, so like in... I believe it's in the Bible, it would have been like in the marriage, like between, I don't know, King Zexa and Esther, mm-hmm. you know, people that were actually married and found each other attractive. And um, a website, one of the websites I was reading was like, you feed that love by actually like physically 
like touching another person. Mm-hmm. So like the actual romance of it all. So <clears throat> that's my understanding of it. That it's like the the one of the loves that connects you in, you know, a romantic one. Because I think when I was looking at it, there was another type of love that, you know, we're not talking about, but it was like committed love where uh, like if you've been married for a while or whatnot, like you've both have decided to commit to something. So I think this is looking at the aspect of you're physically attracted to each other. Um and you bodily attract each other kind of thing <laughs> yeah okay yeah so for me i think i saw it in the bible in mm-hmm. the songs of solomon mm, so yeah. it's more like uh i think it was talking about shunamite woman with her lover and one of the verses that really strikes me is kiss me with the kisses of your lips and yeah. you, that one is you, yes exactly so it's definitely in the bible mm, yeah. it shows like how it and i think songs of solomon too is like a godly standard of how couples should be romantic because mm-hmm. it's so it's so packed with so many romantic uh stuff there so yeah, i think so i see it in the bible i also see it with um is it isaac and rebecca mm. the part where they say they were outside and the king looked out of his window and he yeah. saw them yeah like yeah get yeah. Apart. <laughs> so that. it's definitely there so they, oh, they are actually man. cases of this um yeah kind of love in the bible yeah like, like even uh what's his name um rachel and her husband i think um what's her husband's name israel mm-hmm. yeah jacob so i think he had like a romantic kind of love yeah, for definitely. rachel definitely. yeah so it's definitely in the bible we just need to search and see it because most times when we are reading the bible we are just like everything spiritual but yeah. those things are yeah, actually there. yeah there was yeah. one i saw when i was reading Genesis and like Adam and Eve, I can't remember, mm-hmm. but it was worded in a definitely like Eros way mm-hmm. because I think the Lord said Adam met to his wife or something. Yeah, knew her. Yeah, yeah. I was trying to find yeah. a translation that nobody, everybody could not have said knew, but they basically all said knew her. Yeah, yeah, so yeah, yeah, definitely in the Bible. Yeah, that's <clears throat> intimacy. If yeah, you ask me, so yeah. that's romantic. Definitely, definitely. And I have a verse as well. Um, Paul, he wasn't the greatest fan <laughs> of uh, marriage. But he did say that. It's in Hebrews, well, actually, sorry, we don't know if actually Hebrews was written by Paul, but it's 13, Hebrews 13, 4. Marriage is honourable among all and the bed undefiled, but fornicators and adulterers God will judge. And also in 1 Corinthians 7, 5, it says, do not deprive each other of sexual relations unless you both agree to refrain from sexual intimacy for a limited time so you can give yourselves more completely to prayer. Uh, Afterward, you should come together again so that Satan won't be able to tempt you because of your lack of self-control. And so what I kind of see with this Eros love is like God actually... He's okay with that. He created these kind of loves. Yeah, he is love. It. And he's like, do you know what, guys? Yeah. You do what you know you're, <laughs> know each you other. Know do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. you can do what you want to do. Yeah. But that's one that you definitely have to be careful with because it ties in with your fleshly desires. Mm, yeah. So that's one where I think, like, when it comes to boundaries, it's so interesting we're speaking about almost polar opposites where one of them ties in with mm. your eyes your ears your physical body that you have to kind of have boundaries on and then one like agape which is completely yeah. boundless yeah. you know yeah. so that's kind of eros love we won't dwell on it too much by the way do you know what like eros would relate to now like what the word that we get 
eros is in english Ooh. it's quite simple Erotic. yeah exactly yeah. oh yeah 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 oh so that's cool. eros love mm. i don't think we need to dwell on that one too much, much yeah. but kind of just the main idea of yeah. like eros love is something to be enjoyed but it does have its bounds yeah. it does have its confines and yeah. that is created for within marriage, marriage yeah exactly so now on to mm. agape love or Agape. Incorrect. <laughs> <laughs> Agape love, which is God's like immeasurable and mm-hmm. incomparable love for us. And so firstly, I wanted to ask you how you kind of see Agape love. Because I think everyone kind of like sees God's love because it's written completely everywhere you see it and everything. How you personalize that Agape love to yourself. Personalize to ourselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, so I think... I'll just use the commandments in the New Testament. Um, you should love your neighbor as you love yourself, right? Mm. So I think um, agape love is God's perfect love, mm. right? And God expects us to love ourselves that way and also extend that same love to our yeah. neighbors as well. So that's how I see it. Like, I see it as a love that chases... Um, in terms of, like, in my life, like, life has changed, time has gone, things have happened, have transformed. But that's, like, the one constant thing. And the more I go deeper and walk with God, I realize that, you know, his love really, like, chases after us. As the verse, as the word says, you know, there's nothing that can separate me from that type of love. Mm-hmm. So that love is, like, it's just, it's always there. Like, it's a love that is dependable. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's how I personalize it for me. Mm-hmm. No. Yeah, and I think as well, agape love is, you were saying earlier, actually about sacrifice. Yeah. And I think that like agape love just really sums God up so well. Because even like, if I now ask you, what's John 3.16? I'm sure even <laughs> if I ask someone on the street that does, has never been to church, they'll tell you, for God so loved the world that he gave. gave. Yeah. So it's actually all about sacrifice. And so when we actually like see agape love, it's like, do you think that, God wants us to be able to show that love as well. Like, are we capable of agape love or is it like God has his perfect love and we mm. have our eros love? Yeah. <laughs> I think, well, scripture. Let's go to scripture real quick. So John 13, 34 says, For I, So I give you now a new commandment. Love each other just as much as I have loved you. For when you demonstrate the same love I have for you by loving one another, everyone will know that you're my true disciple. So, before, I'd have said no, but I think, you know, there's a song that says, you know, I worship till I'm made in the same image as you. So that's the goal, right? That's the goal mm-hmm. we're getting for. So I feel, I definitely feel like we're capable, but obviously God is, is the most holy. So mm-hmm. we humans are always going to fall short, but the goal is to look more like him in love. So mm-hmm. to, be, to get there. So is it possible? It is. How many of us actually demonstrate that consistently throughout a lifetime we are humans but mm. i don't know yeah i think it's possible i think that's his goal for us yeah to look like him completely but i don't i don't think to add to what dami has said i would say we are incapable of having this kind of love by ourselves mm. by ourselves yes, yes. yes. that's yes. that's the word by ourselves because yeah. this love <clears throat> doesn't come naturally to yeah. us because of our fallen nature because of our sinful nature but if we are to love the way christ wants us to love or the way god wants us to love this kind of love comes from the source which is god and god has 
made it so that the Holy Spirit in us helps us to be able to love like this agape love, yeah. helps us to display this kind of love. So I think by ourselves we can't, but through God from the source we are able to. Yeah, definitely. And I think it's like going back to that sacrificial thing, you know, John fifteen thirteen says, you know, for the greatest love of all is a love that sacrifices all. Mm. Um, and this great love is demonstrated when a person sacrifices his life for his friend. So it's really a sacrificial thing, but the human nature isn't very sacrificial. Mm. So it's something that has to be learned. And it's something that has to be helped by the Holy, like a divine power. Mm. It's not something that are natural because we're very selfish. You know, so unless the Holy Spirit helps us and teaches us and also us working and reading the word to renew our minds daily, that level of sac- you're dying. Say, I should come and die for you. You must be kidding me. <laughs> Do you get what I mean? Yeah. Like the Lord really has to really work in you to get there. Um, I think God expects it from us. Once we become children of God, yes. once we give our life to Christ, <clears throat> once we accept Jesus as our Lord, as Savior, mm-hmm. he expects us to like, show this kind of love to to ourselves and to also our neighbors as yeah, well definitely. and this kind of love is poured into us through the holy spirit from the yeah definitely and i'll read as well from first john 4 7 to 8 beloved let us love one another for love is of god and everyone who loves is born of god and knows god he who does not love does not know god for god is love did any of you know that song when you were younger? Yeah. Love it. Let, let us, us love. love. But that's like that one it, it really, really does stick. That's what you're saying. Like we can't we can't show this love without actually knowing God. God. We can't do mm-hmm. that by ourselves. No. If not, it's now this friendly love, it's mm-hmm. this family love. But for this like perfect unconditional love, there's a grace that comes with it's, that. It's and I think grace. as well understanding that God is love it really like there are some things in this life that are just unfathomable like Mm -hmm. I just actually cannot wrap my head around it and I think we're not actually meant to because we are very um mortal so there's a lot of things that we can't understand but even seeing that God is love God gave his son and so it's like Jesus came as God and sacrifice but he didn't sacrifice like things as part of love like he sacrificed his, his own, own self yeah. like i don't know how to like is, when it, like, it just boggles deep. your mind like yeah. it's so deep like yeah. god is love because he sacrificed his own self as yeah. love yeah. which i think is just so deep and yeah. that kind of love we definitely you know are expected to be able to show that to one another there's another verse that says it's from it's again from first john 4 um it's 18 to 19 there is no fear in love but mm. perfect love casts out fear because fear involves torment but he who fears has not been made perfect in love we love him because he first loved us and so what i did as well with these verses i went back into the greek as well trying to find what kind of love they're speaking about because obviously they're going to translate mm-hmm. all four types of love into love mm-hmm. in english yeah. mm-hmm. but every single one of these loves when we're, when we're commanded to love other people it's agape love it's not like this friendly love guys just make sure that you know you're showing love to your friend we're actually commanded to love the most godly the deepest kind of love because it's like if we are born of god we should be able to love mm-hmm. And show the love of God. Amazing. You know, and we can't do that if God Himself isn't helping. Yeah, exactly. And it's like that's love. Mm -hmm. Do you get what I mean? Mm -hmm. Think about it. Let's think about it for one second. Mm. Imagine telling someone, it's like a child. Remember when they say children like do what you do rather than like what what you tell them to do kind of thing so Mm. it's kind of like he literally wanted to hammer this in our brain and he said i'm not just gonna like write it down neither am i just gonna say it i'm gonna come and show you 
a demonstration perfect of yeah. perfect love yeah. for 30 good years. Um, it's amazing. The more you deep it. Yeah, <sighs> wow. it really does. And I think for us as well, the main thing is like, being able to accept that love mm. and walk in that love yes. because it's enough to just know that yeah Jesus sent his son yeah, yeah. I'm sorry no God sent his son mm. Jesus <laughs> and you know that God loves us and all of these things but it's like actually being able to accept that love and oh. know that we actually are capable yeah. of showing that love so in our own lives like how are we able to come to that understanding that this love is for me to walk in mm. you know to have that confidence in that's a very good question because it's actually quite difficult. Yeah. And I think that's what we struggle with and the world struggles when people come to accepting Christ because it's kind of like how I've done a lot of things. Like mm. I am not so worthy of accepting. But again, that's where it's weird because the Holy Spirit also helps you to accept, right? Yeah. But it's it has to come to that place where you just let go, I think. Mm. Like it's very it's very difficult to explain because it's really like a supernatural thing as well. Um, but it's just you telling yourself that it's okay. Like I'm, I didn't create me, right? The mm. one that created me has told me that he's accepted me and he's forgotten. It's because we are not, we don't see that every day. We are not shown that from childhood. Yeah. Even your parents can't show you that type of love. Mm. So it's difficult to accept such depth of love but really it exists. And when you're able to accept that, um, like life changes for you. Mm. Like, I don't know. I don't know how to, how would you convince someone to accept such depths? It's really amazing. It's really popular. Yeah, it is. And I think it also takes the conviction of the Holy Spirit yes. too, because yeah. it's really, because you could say Jesus died for us yeah. all. Yeah. But, us all is like a generic thing, right? But how can you say he just died, died for, for me, me personally? Yeah. Yeah. So I think it's like a conviction from the Holy Spirit yeah. that will help you understand the depth of God's love for you. Yeah, so. absolutely. And I think when you see, again, with people, when you surround yourself with people that understand that acceptance mm. as well, okay. um, <clears throat> it really helps. That's why, you know, they say, you know, be around like-minded people especially when you accept christ and yeah. you know when you accept him openly like you when you surround yourself with people that have that same understanding they would help you and encourage you in understanding that hey it's okay um we serve a god that is loving like he loves and he forgets he says he says in his word that love is patient love is kind doesn't boast it literally explained how mm -hmm. he loves mm. because if you didn't and like if we even look at the um the story of destroying the earth back in the day many many days ago right when i was reading it i was like wow god you did that <laughs> but he literally promised after that that he was never going to do it again and when i'm actually sometimes when i ponder on like what they did i'm like is it even as bad as like what the world is now like the lotion that cleared the world ages yeah. ago you know but he has already promised that and confessed and professed that love to us and that promise and it just shows how faithful it is, he is because even till now no matter how worse the world is getting his love still stands and it's, it's remained constant through it all mm. um, if not I don't know what the story of our lives would be or be yeah. my life would be yeah and I think as well getting to know God because it's like that verse was saying that when you know love you know God mm -hmm. so when you start to know God you know love like, yeah. I don't know how to put it otherwise yeah. but it's like sometimes even reading the things that god says about you it's just like nobody has ever loved me mm, like this god has loved me like yeah. even all kinds of things <clears throat> and just learning about the characteristics of god 
verses in the Bible um, that, you know, even when other people are unfaithful, that God is faithful, yeah. that even when we sin, that he washes these things away. Guys, I really need to emphasize that Jesus never once sinned in his life. No. Like, n- never once. Never. Like, he literally came and was a perfect Example. man. Yeah. And then God was like, but I'm going to treat you like you were the worst we're, criminal. Mm, even um, Pilate, he, they normally let somebody go, like a criminal go. He said, who should I let go? Should I let Jesus go? They were like, no. But he's like, but guys, he's not really done anything. He's like, no, you must die. (laughs) And so like, he died such like a gruesome death. death. And like, when you actually tweak your your brain to see that these things are not cruel, but it's love Mm. for you, it actually just changes your whole perspective. So I think even like, trying to accept God's love, you need to be able to accept God. Like you need to be able to know God, have that yearning, like read the Bible, see what he says about you, see what, how you know his like your sins god just wants to erase them he mm-hmm. wants you to run to him mm-hmm. be like god i'm sorry and he's like do you know what it's as good as it never happened mm-hmm. i think that's a really really you know really effective way to be able to accept god's love yeah. and it really does change your life like i feel like for every single one of us you can probably testify as well how accepting god's love has literally transformed you yeah, yeah. absolutely and when we all talk about john three sixteen, we all forget to read john three seventeen sometimes yeah. but it literally says god did not send his son into the world to judge and condemn the world but to be its savior and rescue it so now there's no longer any condemnation for those who believe in him but the unbeliever already lives under condemnation because they do not believe in the name of the only son of god so it's literally when you like you said when you get to know him when you come to accept him you would as you get to know him or you understand that he really isn't about condemnation. Mm-hmm. Condemnation is not in his vocabulary or in his dictionary. Yes, thank you so much. Um, <laughs> and he doesn't think, he doesn't condemn, you know. Mm-hmm. And for, for evidence as well, oh, this God is just amazing because like mm-hmm. we can talk but there's evidence, yeah, right? Yeah. When you look at like the Bible stories, I'm sure we all know some of them, the people he used to do amazing things. Look at their life. Imperfect. Every time I'm looking at Jesus' genealogy, yeah. I'm a big what do you call it? It's a genealogy. Genealogy. Yeah, you're <laughs> correct. <Genealogy. laughs> yeah, Every time yeah, yeah. I'm looking, I'm saying, I'm saying, why are you here? Like, mm-hmm. how did you get here? Because, yeah, yeah. you know, on the human mindset, you're like, mm, do you know, but God, he showed even through the way he brought his son through the earth Jesus. that he didn't pick the most perfect people. Mm-hmm. Moses was a stutterer. This one, that one. Like, there were many of them, but like, he chose to forget and use them because mm-hmm. it's not about we but just you accepting him and allowing him to use you yeah i I love that i think one scripture that also blows my mind whenever i i'm trying to like comprehend the love of god is that scripture that says um he provides for the spiral the beds of the air that if he can provide for those ones. How much, much more? more. Like how it, much it more so blows my mind because it's just just beautiful Absolutely. to know. Definitely. Just beautiful to know. Yeah. So we're coming to the end of um our podcast today but i would encourage everybody just to get to know god a little bit more mm. get to know the promises that he has for you the ways that he shows his love mm. even if i'm a big fan of nature even if you look outside and just see the yeah. birds flying and just remember that verse that he provides for every single Anything. one of them and he's going to do the same for you yeah. and i think one verse that you can definitely go home or go away with today after this podcast is first john 4 8 no sorry no first john 4 19 sorry we love him because he first loved us so remember that he actually first showed you the way to love showed you the embodiment of love so we can grow out and do that for other people Mm. so we appreciate
appreciate you listening today. Thank you so much for your time. We hope that you were blessed today as well. You can follow us on Instagram, on YouTube. You can subscribe on Spotify. You can like. What else can you do? TikTok. You can follow. What else yeah. do? You can visit the you church. You can visit the church. Mm-hmm. We're in Aberdeen. Yes. We would love to see you. And we really hope that you stay blessed. And, and you can accept Christ if you haven't already. Mm-hmm. That's like the most yeah, important thing. You can thing. leave a comment and stuff. Or you can message Dami. She's on Instagram. <laughs> <at Dami. laughs> I should help you out. Yeah. We appreciate you we guys. Thank you for <laughs> Have a lovely evening. Bye. Bye. Bye.